life. Like you just said something to me, bro, and I could think of situations in my life that I was in and I'm currently in. Like I'm, you like identified me, like saying, okay, um, I see that this door has a crack in it in front of me, and I see that God's like, this is that door. But it's like I'm still looking back and I haven't closed this last one. And I'm realizing that like, man, you want God to open and close doors for you, but you got to take your hand off the door handle. Welcome to the value race. It's more than just a podcast. It's a way of life. Hey, in this race to add value in life, there's no balance. We're using our gifts. We don't bury our talents. It's all about serving. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the value race. The person that has the most value wins. My name's Chesco. This is Kyle. What's happening, bro? What's good? What's good? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. I mean, uh, it's... Uh, keep, I it just, keep it honest, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to let you guys know. It's like, you know, I, me and Chesco, we both, we wake up, we have these specific patterns that we follow in our lives, specific routines, habits, um, natural consistency that we contribute to on a daily basis. And um, all those things went well. But then it was just like, as we were communicating and we were walking together this morning, coming in setting up, it's like a similar thing happened a few times, which is like, I start to get anxious or I start to get frustrated. Like I start to get confused about the principles that we want to share. And uh, man, I'm just being transparent with you guys this morning. Like, you know, we we're coming on these microphones to add value to you guys. We want to have these conversations to add value to ourselves, but it's not always easy. Um, but, but that's life, right? Um, is business always easy? Are relationships always easy? Is making sure that you're getting your right nutrients always easy? The water intake, um, scheduling out that time for the gym, for your kids, for your family, you know, making sure that your relationships and your friendships are intact, making sure that you're able to spend as much time with each important issue in your life. Um, man, you guys all know. Each part of our lives have have mountains and valleys, right? So um, even in, in, you know, a five, ten minute spectrum in our lives, a 30 minute spectrum or window in our lives, you can go from a, a mountaintop to a valley. Right, Chesco? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent, bro. I, and I think the beauty in all that is understanding that, like, like we're never finished. We're never finished. You know what I mean? It's it, there's there's a, if we woke up today, God's not done with us yet. Right. Matter of fact, he could be just getting started. So I think ultimately we go through these moments, man, like and, and me personally, I'm feeling it right now because I know that like what I'm working on is not done. And sometimes in life we want control. We want to know that this is going to go well today. We want to know that this podcast is going to have the right structure and the right information because it's called a value race and we want to have value. Right. But that's control. Right. So what do we do right before we got on here? We pray. And what happened? Did it give you a little sense of peace? Yeah. Okay. Bit cool. Starting to calm me down now. Well, well, let's let go of the control and and understand that. Listen, whatever God wants us to talk about, that's what we're gonna talk about. We're living this life, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm living this life to the fullest, and I'm excited to be here, bro. We got tons of value to share, man. So and, let's get it. And you guys can hear, man, just through how we're having a conversation on these microphones, how transparent, open, and honest we are with you guys. I mean, it would have been real easy for us to try to open up and then Chesco come on and be like, how you feeling, Kyle? And I'm like, man, everything is great, blessed, amazing. And I'm going to be real with you. My life is great, amazing, and I am blessed. But two minutes ago, I was stressed out and frustrated and anxious. Okay, that was two minutes ago. What are we doing now? We're trying to get to it for y'all. 
Hey, listen, man. You know, I think it's a big thing, too. We get emotional. You know, we're emotional human beings because we're very empathetic. You know, um, I've never I've never like told another grown man like I love him and actually seen him cry and like really been in a place where, you know, we we, we really have uh, been able to, to be so vulnerable and transparent. But I believe that, you know, we don't connect as human beings by sharing all these glorified wins. We connect as human beings by going through those valleys together. You know, so that way we can relate and be able to support each other. You know, um, I, I mean, I, I think I said it on the last one or the, or the one before, you know, just because somebody's carrying it well doesn't mean it's not heavy. That's so true, bro. And while you're talking about that, let me hit on something real quick. Like, and one of the most deepest valleys of my life, you guys will hear me talk about it a lot. Um, you know, the brotherhood of the individuals who surrounded me during that time, the strength of our love that we had for one another was so deep because of the depth of the valley that we shared of the experience that we were going through with one another. And we knew that we had to rely on each other for our safety, for our strength, for our provisions. Um, and even my wife questions me sometimes. I have a, a brother of mine who, um, who you guys, I haven't shared it really on this, on this call or on this podcast much, but you know, I was incarcerated for a period of time and, and one of my brother's um, was released about a couple years ago and he still contacts me and man he was a, he was a close brother of mine and man we shared all those same things that you know Chesco was talking about high highs low lows you know crying together um, holding each other down making sure that each other's back was strong making sure nobody was taking advantage of the other person make sure that the other person had food to eat um, and really really solidly there for one another and you know, they're, they've been crashing. And um, my wife is like, well, why do you still, you know, you're, why are you still this and that? And it's like, you know, you just don't understand the bond of an individual when you've experienced that type of low with them. Mm. And they and they were there for you mm. when you needed them the most. And, um, man, that's how those bonds are formed. You know, you can't just be riding with somebody at the top and then when they're at the bottom – you know, you, you leave them behind and think that you're going to have some type of strong bond or association. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. I'm writing a note here right now because, I, I, you know, I might as well just bring it up right now. Why not, bro? You know, it's like when we talk about those moments, like, you know, the mountains and the hills and, and, and those moments of where you really feel like um, you made it. I made it. Like, like, I got to that point finally, and it feels so good. It took so long. Um, I didn't quit. So proud of myself, right? And you, and you celebrate that. But then the, the tip of the mountain is like the tip of the comfort zone again. Come on now. You know, and it's like when we, when we, when we go to slide down that steep hill to go into a valley, it's the comfort zone again. We've gotten to the, to the, to the mountaintop. And we got to a hill where we actually felt a little comfort. I mean, you feel good. You're like, man, I won. This is great. You know, uh, things are actually, I'm seeing a result for my efforts. I think that's what the top of the mountain is like. What does that feel like, you know, to you? Like, like, what does the top of the mountain or the hill feel like to you? Man, um, <sighs> ecstatic, joy, peace, thankfulness, gratitude. So the last thing you want to do is leave that, right? Right, like, like, right? Like, the last thing you want to do is leave that. Like, I'm finally happy. I feel good. I got, a, I got an emergency fund. I got my investments where they need to be. My business is booming. I'm selling more cars than I've ever sold before. Man, this is dope. And then, boom, what happens? How come, uh, how come um, um, things don't look like they've been looking? In the last couple of weeks, everything just changed. What did I do? 
Did I do something wrong? Is there something I need to change? Do I just need to be patient? Who do I need to hire? Do I need to find somebody? Oh, my God. Boom. Pain seeps in. Anxiety seeps in. You know, and it starts creeping in the door, bro. Yeah. And so the last thing we, we want to do is now feel more of that by going into a valley. But now it's that time where it's like, hey, listen, you may now be in the place to where it's time to grow some more. Right. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's another piece to that puzzle, too. One of my mentors has been talking about it a lot lately. Some of you guys might follow them and you might see it. But he talks a lot about people who do 75 hard. And then, like, you know, you're doing 75 hard. You're doing all these right things. You're doing all these tasks. You, you have all of these um, major obstacles that you're checking off your list. You're, you're performing. You're, you're getting outside. You're getting outdoors. You got your body moving. You're, you're, you're knocking off these big objectives. And then, you know, 75 hard is over. And now you're in a valley again because you, you stopped doing all these different routines, traits, it. behavior patterns that were actually feeding into you. But, you know, there's another element and piece to that is there is sometimes that you get up there and you're like, OK, well, I accomplished this thing. Um, you know, I got to this end result. I, I crushed this goal. And sometimes you do get comfortable. Sometimes you do get complacent. And sometimes that is what leads back to your slide back into a valley. But sometimes that's not it at all. Sometimes you just reach that peak of the experience of your life that you're at at that current moment. And it kind of takes a little bit of a slide for you to figure out, okay, well, what's the next things that I need to learn or go through or endure or persevere through to get to the next mountaintop? Because all of us have a certain capacity at certain points of our lives. You know, we were me and you were talking about it before, just on our last podcast, actually talking about how, like, I couldn't accomplish the things in business that I'm currently accomplishing a year and a half ago. And now, just within the last, just at the, in the middle of January, we're only in February 8th or 9th right now, um, I was in a valley again. I was in a valley. And now I just had a professional photographer come out. We just did a marketing campaign. He did all these drone shots. We got these direct mailers going out. I hired two people. Like, my, my staff is growing. My team is growing. And I'm looking at these photos yesterday, and it's like a mountaintop. Sold a car yesterday. We sold like seven, eight cars already this month. And we're like at eight, eight or nine days in. And my goal for this year was to make my my maximum from last year, my average for this year, which my maximum last year was 21 cars. I want to be doing 20 cars on average this month. And my maximum this month is 30. Of That's my stretch goal. I want to be able to do 30. Right. And I'm looking at it like, man, we might be do 30 this month. Okay. And it's February. Okay. And it's February. Okay. Right. So it's like and just two weeks ago, I was in a very deep valley. Come on, so bro. it's like just think about that, like a two week difference of a spread to say two weeks ago, we had six cars out the third week into January. We just had two very slow months in November and December. And I was like, man, am I even going to be able to do what I thought, like this massive vision that I planned, all this work that I put in over this last four or five years? Bro. Is it all coming to an end? Am I a fraud? Is my business going to make it? And I'm, I'm going to be transparent with you guys. Like, I'm a guy who just gets it done. Like, I just do the work. Whatever's Action necessary, taker. whatever's needed, whatever has to be accomplished. I get, in the, I get in the arena. I put the work in, and I accomplish the goal. That's it. Over. I don't care where it is I have to go. I don't care what it is that I have to do. If, if I'm getting in there and I'm doing it and I'm making it happen, but this was the first time that I've had an experience in business that really made me say to my, like, really get to that point. To, like, I've heard people say it before and I never felt that way, which is like, am, is this it? Am I really going to be able to do it? Am I going to have to go back to wastewater? Like, 
crazy stuff like that was going through my mind. Like, am I going to have to downsize? Are we going to have to move out of this location? And now, just two weeks later, I hired two new staff members. They're both killing it. We freaking did a, a major photo shoot. We got direct mailers going out, and we've sold almost a car every day this month. Because you decided how long you're going to stay in that valley. Anybody out there that feels like they're in a valley, you control how long you stay there. The decisions you make in that valley determine how fast you get to the next mountain. You take action, bro. You take action, bro. Like, you sit there, you get emotional, you sit in it, there's a process to the pain. Let me feel it. Where do I go now? Who do I talk to? How do I figure this out? And then you run the play. You talked about it last week, bro. We're not running to, 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 to be seen. We're running the play. Yeah. We're not running to get on a stage. We're running to play. We're not running to go to go try to get more information. We're running to use the information we already have. Facts. And then through that, you figure it out. Like, bro, and that's on a professional level. Anybody that's going through a personal level of pain, I'm going through some things right now that I'll share eventually, but I, I do have some personal relationship things that are going on where it's causing me to feel there's a massive change in my life. And whenever there's a massive change in your life, there's going to be massive levels of emotion. But what do you do in those emotions? You, you, you feel them. Feel the emotions. Don't yeah. think about the message in it. Don't think about how you're going to get through it. Don't think about what you need to do differently. Just feel the emotion for a minute. Yeah, just sit in it. Sit in it. Sit in it. Sit in that pain. Bro, there's a process to the pain because it, once you finally realize that, man, what's going to happen after this pain? I'm going to grow. Do I need to know where I'm going to end up? No. Do I need to just trust God that something's going to happen? Yes. And if you wake up the next day, you're winning. Right? And so, bro. The pain, the pain is a good thing. Embrace the pain. You know, it's a lot of us, we want to get out of that pain so fast. And this is kind of still talking a little bit about what we were talking about last week was, you know, people trying to race through the process of the journey. And, like, you don't want to sit inside of that difficult scenario or that painful situation um, cause you want to get back to the comfort. You want the, we want the mountaintops. Let's be real. Who doesn't want the mountaintop? Everybody wants the mountaintop. Nobody wants the Valley, but ultimately it takes the Valley to get to the mountaintop. And one thing that I do want to say is that sometimes you, you, we do mostly have control over the situations of our lives. Um, but I'm there, sorry, bro. No, there no, are no, no, times no, 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 when no, you no, don't bro. have the control of the time that you sit inside the pain. I don't know so, about that, bro. So let me reference that. Like, so, for instance, you guys, I, I, I haven't opened up that much about it yet on, on this podcast. But, you know, I did a 10-year uh, prison sentence in the Department of Corrections. Bro, I'm sorry, bro. Is pain, is pain a, a feeling or is it a perspective? It's, de it is, it's, a, it's both. Because your body doesn't know that you're in pain. Like, if, 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 like right now, bro, I was reading an article the other day about a neurological sci uh, scientist, or he was a surgeon, and he was talking about, like, your brain is what tells you that you're in pain. Like, if you smash your, your foot... Right. Say you, you decide your brain decides whether you're in pain to feel that pain, bro. Like like I know that. And, and trust me, bro, there's probably going to people be like, this guy's a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Because I just uh, got into a car accident and I have yeah. to sit in the hospital for three months while I re 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 rehabilitate. So then I, I'm in this full body cast. So the thing is, I get that is that can be your valley. But how are you? How are you perceiving the valley? This is where I'm trying to go with it, because that's that's exactly what I'm trying to say is like when and, and I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but I did good. cut you off. But, but I would say as you go into this place, I want people to understand. And hopefully I didn't kill the whole train. No, of you're good. All right. So as you go into this place, I want people to understand that sometimes the level of pain that you endure is a decision. 
Yeah. And it's a perspective and it's a perception on what's really going on in those moments. So the valley is going to come. What he, what, are you saying this? So the valley is going to come. But the amount of the pain that you feel in the midst of that valley is up to you. If I get punched in the eye when I walk out of here, right? Do I sit at home and just put a bag of peas on my eye and say I'm not going to see any appointments till next week because I got to sit there with a black eye? Man, I got this black eye, bro. So, you know, I, I, I can't see any appointments. That's an excuse. I can still see appointments. I can still get in front of people. I'm not going to make an excuse out of something that happened in my life. Bro, I, I said it to these kids at the JDC the other day, bro. I know somebody that was in the military, right? And he has no legs, bro. Like, like he has legs, but, but he's paralyzed, right? But he's so positive. He's so positive. And I'm like, bro, how, how do you, I, you're like the most joyful dude, bro, and you're in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? Like, like another grown man has to take care of you and all these things when you need certain things. That's got to be tough. But he's so positive. He's doing so many great things in the community, right? And I'm like, bro, you're so positive. How do you do it? You know what I'm saying? He's like, it's even a better question is that how are people really so negative when they have their legs? Facts, bro. It's, it's, you know, do you look at what you don't have or look at what, look you, what have, you have, bro? It's all it's all on the story that you pitch. You're to still yourself. alive. You're still breathing, bro I, bro. I was literally just talking to my wife about this the other day. Is we all sell ourselves a story, and whatever you sell, whatever story you sell yourself is going to be your reality. That is going to be your reality because you sold it to yourself. But that doesn't mean that it's really the reality. It's your truth because it's it's what you're selling to yourself. It may not come to you right away. You may not just automatically get hit by a bus and then you're like, life is good. It, you got to sit in the pain. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to wear the, the pain. The pain is where you minute. process it. And who's around you in those moments of pain is going to determine if you stay in that valley or not, bro. Yeah, so that's the other it's a big part of it anyway. Th I mean, that is the, the network of the people that you keep around you is definitely important. You guys are going to hear us talk about that stuff a lot. Is I mean, you call any our routines, any our patterns, our habits, our networks, the things that we do, the way that you contribute your energy, what you focus on. You're going to hear us talk about all these things because these are the things that we're living out and these are the experiences of our lives and what we've seen work. And I know for me that, you know, joining the RTA Syndicate a year and a half, two years ago. Meeting Brad Moderick, joining the Warriors for Christ. These men have changed my life, bro. And it's not that, like, I wasn't running the race before because I was. It's not that I didn't already have these core values and principles established in my life before because I did. But it gave me a larger network of individuals who were also aligned with those so same patterns of life, those same core values, and they might have been further along in the process than me in certain areas. So now when I run into these different valleys, when I run into these different obstacles, when I run into these different situations in life, I have people that I can rely on, that I can count on, that I can reach out to. So who are you reaching out to, to today when you're in your valley? Who's in your network? Are they other people who are, t who are bringing you back down to a deeper valley or are they individuals who are helping instruct you to raise you back to the mountaintop? Bro, every valley's deeper too because the next mountain's higher. Every time you get to the top of a mountaintop, right? So we talk about it a lot. You have different levels in life. It's just like, you know, two weeks ago I was in this deep valley and now I'm at this mountaintop and like it's only a two-week span and I'm at the highest mountaintop I've ever been. You know, I got a team now. So I'm, I'm looking at these pictures and one of my guys wasn't even in them and we got seven people there. Or six. We got six people. We got seven people on the team total, okay, including okay. me. So it's like, you know, just building your table, building it, man. It's just a month ago. It was just three of us and then four of us. 
Not six of us, seven of us. And who knows where it's going to be in three months. Exactly. Or so, six months or so a year So it's from like, now. you know, I've had other mountaintops before. I might have had a mountaintop when I was solo by myself, independent. Mm-hmm. I might have had a mountaintop when I was single without my wife. Mm-hmm. I might have had a mountaintop before I met Chesco, before I joined Arte Syndicate, before I met Brad Moderick. But the different levels of the mountaintops that you reach with these different networks and connections of the people that you are building because you're adding to your table, because you're adding to your network, because you're adding to your team, you're going to higher levels if you're adding the right people on your team. Because you're adding value. People want to be around people to add value, bro. Facts. Um, you can't be that guy that just runs around with the to-go plate. You know, that's like, hey, you know, um, um, what can I get out of this situation? People can smell that from a mile away, bro. For real, man. For real, bro. And, um, you know, me right now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a valley. I'm in a deep valley, bro. Professionally, uh, personally, even sometimes mentally at times. You know what I mean? Like, but what's so dope, bro, is like when I think about the valleys that I had in the past, I used to cope differently. How I coped in those valleys, bro, like like whether it was because I was having extreme anxiety, so I automatically went to getting Xanaxes. I automatically went to medication. I, automa- I didn't go, like now, bro, if I feel a little bit of anxiety, I'm like, that's normal. So let me hit on that for a second. I don't, I don't know where you were going, but I think that this is deep for our listeners, is we're talking about mountains and valleys, mountaintops and valleys. Everybody goes through them. I was just saying a couple weeks ago, I was in one professionally. He's talking about currently he's in a valley professionally and relationally at, in his personal life. But he's talking about the way that he used to cope with the valleys. And some of you guys might be listening right now and you might be in a valley in your personal life, in your business life. You might have experienced one recently and you turn to a cigar, you turn to some alcohol, you turn to some marijuana, you turn to some Xanax. But there's other tools that you can apply that you can turn to. So, Chesco, what I want to ask you is I know that last week you were talking about or the week before about how all your routines and patterns and habits had changed at the beginning of this year and about how you developed these different morning routines and habits. And right now you're in this deep valley but if anybody who's listening to him on his microphone you could tell that he's still full of energy right so what i want to ask you is how you were just talking about the different tools that you used to apply during your valleys and how they were actually adding to a deeper valley for you causing more pain causing more destruction what are some of the tools that you apply now when you're in the midst of the valley to get yourself back up to that mountaintop or it's even deeper than that it's even deeper than that bro it goes deeper than that is that you can be in the midst of that valley and keep yourself internally on a mountaintop. Even though externally you're in a valley. So what I want to ask you, Chesco, oh my gosh, bro. You could be in the midst of the valley and you could still be on a mountaintop internally. It's all up to you. So Chesco, what habits, rituals, and routines are you are you personally practicing at this time that's allowing you to still have the energy to endure even though you're in the midst of the valley? So going into this year, uh, I heard a quote from somebody, and I applied it immediately. And it said that sometimes in life, the only way to add value to your life is to subtract from it. Right? And I realized that I was doing way too much of mediocre tasks that really weren't progressing the most important things in my life, and they weren't feeding the gifts in my life. So now, um, when I look at the valley that I'm in, and, and I'll put this together... I literally now am not running a rat race trying to put out everybody else's fires. 
I was in a place where I was lighting myself on fire to keep everybody else warm. Mm. Right. So if somebody said, hey, Chesco, um, would you do this? Hey, Chesco, I got this great opportunity. I said yes to everything because I didn't see the value in myself. So now that I believe in myself, bro. But how did I get here? Right. How did I get here? I, I, I get here. I got here by making faster decisions and having hard conversations. Uh, if anybody's listening, y'all need to listen to that. That is the solution right now to where it got me through January. January was like 2022. February is like 2023. March is going to be like 2024. Like I'm, I'm making faster decisions and I'm having harder conversations. Fast, right? Faster decisions, harder conversations. Period, bro. And, and hard conversations change situations. That's just the way it is, right? So now I'm in February, right? And it feels like, like this has been a whole year already. And I'm going through some massive, massive valleys. But one thing I've realized, and, and my boy Dwight, shout out to DJ D-Dub, he'd appreciate this, um, is I have an anchor now. I have an anchor now. Do, do you go out with a ship and just go out to the ocean, bro, and you have no anchor? And I've aligned myself because I didn't have a strong anchor, but I saw other people that did. So I said, man, this guy is anchored in Christ. Amen. This guy is anchored in jesus like 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 bro like 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 and why are they so peaceful how in the world is this person going through so much chaos in their life but they're still like hey man uh, i love you Meryl. um can we pray together shout out to my boy dj win you know he, he calls me once a week man and he's like hey man it just came on my heart that i wanted to pray with you bro and Grant, I'm not even going to go into who he was and who I was and how we met each other. No, I'll say that for another time. But, man, I, I, I did a speaking event with him last week, and we were in Ybor City, right? We were in Ybor City, a place where I used to do bad things and hang out all night, you know? And, and we were actually speaking to some entrepreneurs, and, and um, it was a beautiful thing to see that we were talking about Jesus, you know? And, but I'm anchored, man. I'm, I'm anchored, bro. Like, Number one, I'm anchored in, in God, bro. I know I know who I am and I know whose I am. And I know that this place is temporary. So if this place is temporary, so is the pain. So is the valley. Like the mountaintop was temporary. So so is the valley. Nothing is, none of this is permanent, right? So, but, but that's the first thing, right? Was, was getting anchored with, with people that were anchored with God. Because I could say I got anchored with God, but it took me to get around people so, that were anchored with so God. So hold this thought for one second. I want to dig into that for a minute, right? So what he's talking about is the situations and the circumstances of your life are not permanent. He's even talking about a deeper permanency, right? And I align with that. I agree with that. But I want to hit this point real quick, which is that no matter how high your life is at this time of what mountaintop you're on, it's not permanent. And no matter how low your life is at this time in the depth of a valley, it's not permanent. And, you know... You might feel like, well, dang, all this work that it took to get to this mountaintop, if you're telling me it's not permanent, was it all worth it? And it absolutely is. You know, but the blessing in that is that since that mountaintop is, is not permanent, since that valley is not permanent, you can continue to strive and endure, understanding that, like, as you continue to do the work, like, you're going to have these rises, you're going to have these falls, you're going to have great highs, you're going to have great lows, but that's all of our experiences in life. You know, it's it's not independent to anybody. So you're not the only one enduring this. And, and don't think that like anybody is just continually achieving on this top mountaintop level. You know, everybody's going to have these deep valleys and you might be on a mountaintop for six months, eight months, a year, you know, but then you might have a deep valley for a couple of weeks or a month or a year. 
you know, or if, like for me, but before I was saying like for like eight months straight, I had like this amazing internal strength and peace that like transcended any type of circumstance that I was enduring. And then all of a sudden November hit, December hit, January hit, and I started to get into this um, spiral. And then because of my network, because of my anchors, I, I knew what I needed to do, who I needed to reach out to, how to get out of that scenario, get back to the basics. I had people encouraging me, people who have, who were further along the path than me to, to help assist me, to help uh, guide me, to lead me, to direct me. But what I wanted to hit on and what he was talking about is that the mountaintops and the valleys not being permanent, the permanency of them. You know, they're not permanent, guys. Those mountaintops aren't permanent. Those valleys aren't permanent. And you're not the only one. It's not independently impacting you. That's for everybody. Yeah, bro. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I know. No, I'm bro. No, but but you really just took it even to a level that's deeper because we're all going to die. And we're not living like that's going to happen. We focus on another step towards my goals, another focus towards another step towards success. It's also another step towards a cemetery. Like, are you really understanding that if you're in a valley and you're healthy, you're so blessed because you have the, the, the ability to have the stamina and the endurance to, 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 for the climb? And the first thing was that, was getting anchored with people that were anchored with God. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people are like, man, how do I start? Where do I start building my relationship with God? Well, start by finding people that have a strong relationship with God. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and the second thing was I had to take a look in the mirror, bro. I was really starting to look out the window. Like I started when you get into that valley again, you almost like that, like 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 Satan enemy, the the victim mindset. It kind of creeps under the door, bro. Like 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 a little draft. Are, are you looking in the mirror? Or are you looking out the window, I, bro? I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. And I started looking out the out the window a little bit. I'm like, man, my situation is tough right now. Stop looking out the window, y'all. I'm I, my 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 kids and my co-parenting is tough right now. Stop looking out the window, y'all. My my business is not taking off the way I wanted to take off, so it must be you know somebody else's fault. Stop looking out the window, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. And now I'm looking straight in the mirror because that's the only person on that's going to change my situation. Let's go look in that mirror, so, baby. So I got to anchor with God. Then I took accountability, bro. I wear a wristband that says "Take Accountability." I better sure sure as heck better take accountability. Yes, sir. But once you go down a valley, you tend to forget what you learned in the last one, bro. So true. So fat. It's like you got amnesia. You hit your head on the bottom of the valley, bro, and then you have amnesia, bro. Forget everything about the process that <laughs> it took on, you to get man. there. Like, like, bro. So you go down, you sliding down the mountain. You're like, all right, I got to take this jump. It's almost like jumping off a, off a cliff without a parachute sometimes, right? And if you take a clip, a jump off the cliff without a parachute, you're going to hit your head on the bottom. So you may forget all the stuff that you learned. But do you have an anchor that's strong enough to keep you where you need to be in those moments so mm. you don't get pulled in the directions in which you don't need to go to? So, bro, that's it. I wasn't doing enough. I'll just say that. I wasn't doing enough of what I was supposed to be doing. I looked uh, I looked in the mirror, and I was giving it 40%. I was giving it 50%. And I had to clear my schedule. I had to let go of everybody else's emergencies to address what, the, the, what God wanted me to do, bro. And everything is changing now. Everything's changing now. I have more peace in the pain. Peace in the pain. So let me let me bring us back to the point of what I originally asked a second ago. You guys know we'll talk we'll take off in a second. So I asked him specific principles that he's applying now 
in the midst of the valley areas of his life that um I'm, I'm, I'm sitting pointing at the thing like we did <laughs> anyway bro like nobody can see us we got seven cameras yeah there. that he um <laughs> sorry bro that he um because he used to apply negative principles right in the midst of the valley to cope so so now he has some better coping me- mechanisms to help him in the midst of the valley to feel on the mountaintop one of them was being anchored with god one of them was being anchored with better quality individuals um, some also being anchored with God. Other one was giving up responsibilities and duties that weren't actually serving him, but he felt like he needed to do to serve others. Um, ultimately, sometimes people will think that I'm selfish the way that I speak, not necessarily on this microphone, but I talk about serving yourself a lot. And um, I believe in that, man. And and I learned that in some of the deepest valley of my life because I didn't really have to, you know, no, nobody needed me, but I needed myself. And I needed to make sure that nobody was taking care of me. I needed to make sure that I took care of myself. So I learned how to take care of me. Kyle learned how to take care of Kyle real well. And, um, you know, I don't believe that that's selfish at all. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. So you got to start with you. Um, but but he fed into that. Um, what I'll hit on and we'll wrap up real quick is a couple of my key elements that that I go to in the midst of my valleys. You know, each of us, again, have valleys and mountaintops, but we want to give you guys some action steps that you can apply with these podcasts. And his is seeking out different quality individuals. His is leaning in and clinging on to the anchor of God. His is making sure that he's serving himself before he serves others. Right. And there were some other ones that he hit on, but we kind of got off track. And what I'll say is I, I, I was very similar to a lot of you guys in the midst of my valley times in my life. Um, you know, I would turn to negative attributes that did not serve me, whether it was marijuana, alcohol or drugs or, or going to the club or like spending money. I would spend money. I'd be in a valley and I would spend money because it, it gave me that um, that temporary fix of like feeling good. Immediate gratification. Immediate gratification to spend the money. And that's a drug. Uh, yeah, man. And and that fed into a, a large pattern of my negative behavior cycle as well, because then life was becoming about money. And and don't get me wrong. Like, I like nice things. I, I like to build my business. I like to structure my organization. But for me now, life is about growth. It's about the journey of the growth, what I can accomplish. It's not about the money. All my money gets turned back into the company for the most part. Um, and I don't even see it. You know, so it's like, yeah, I'm building. Yeah, I'm growing. Yeah, we're doing more numbers. Yeah, we're producing more revenue, but it all gets reinvested anyway for the future outcome of the company. So it's not even like I'm I'm not really increasing. I I mean, our lifestyle has increased a little bit, but we're pretty much living the same type of lifestyle. My wife, fortunately, does well as does well also financially. So like the burden is not all on me. Um, But what I have turned to. Instead of turning to marijuana, alcohol, drugs, spending money, you know, going to the club, getting around the boys, um, you know, now, obviously, any of you guys who know me, uh, my foundational principle is Christ. So I, I ultimately turn to him. But I also I turn to the gym. You know, when I'm in the midst of a valley and I'm not feeling right emotionally, spiritually, mentally, like I believe in a four tier pillar of life and that's mind, body, spirit, soul. And I believe you have to have all of those things in correct order or you're not going to be living a fulfilled, satisfied life. So when I'm in a valley, one of the first things that I'm going to turn to is prayer. I turn to prayer. I'm going to turn to scripture study. I'm going to turn to isolation and meditation. Um, 
but I'm going to turn to exercise. I'm going to go outdoors. I'm going to get a walk in. I'm going to ride a bicycle. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to pound some weights. I'm going to sweat. And when I get sweating, it, it has a remarkable way of removing the other elements of my life that are distracting, that are causing me pain. Because I'm placing that other pain and difficult scenario upon my life at that time. And that's what I focus on. And I don't know if this happens for everybody. But like when I get in the gym and I start sweating good and my heart rate gets up. Even if I'm not feeling it at first. There's a propensity for me to just like go ham. Mm. And it's like even when I'm like well it's it, I got to be careful sometimes. Because I'll be like well I feel like I hurt my shoulder a little bit. And it's like, I'm trying to go to the gym and it's like, okay, well, I'll just do a little bit and touch it up. And then next thing I know, I'm like lifting 80 pound dumbbells doing freaking shoulder presses. It's like, dude, your shoulder was just hurting a little bit ago. And it's just because I get in that zone and then it's like, well, now I'm going, now I'm going. And that's how my life is in general. But like it removes that, that state of that low frequency state out of my life. And it puts me immediately subconsciously into a higher state so getting exercise in um the network of the individuals that i have around me now has increased so there's a tendency for me if i if i reach out and and even say a little thing i've shared it on the podcast recently is like i had a little thing and i shared a little text and next thing i know my phone's blowing up so when you when you surround yourself with a higher quality type of individuals for one they have more value to add into your life Mm -hmm. the information that they're going to share with you is going to be on a higher level They're going to have better advice for you and they're going to want to see you win at a higher level. So if you're struggling with something, they're going to be there to uplift you up a lot higher than an individual who's living in a a lower quality, a lower state of life. And I'm not saying a quality in a state of life like you don't have financial rewards. I'm talking about habits, routines, rituals, um, what you want to add back into the world, how you think about yourself, how you think about the people around you, your state of mind. And, you know, for me in this recent valley I had... I'm literally, I have one person, I have a couple people, but one person specifically who's helping to walk me through my accounting, which is a mess, so that I can go to the next level. I have one person who is just helping me systemize and structure and make lists and, and help me apply my core values into my company so that as we grow, those are being contributed. I have one person who just keeps telling me, bro, sometimes you got to slow down and speed up. Go back to the basics. You know who you are. And I also got my wife, bro. No matter how much I hate to give my wife the credit, bro, my wife is smart. <laughs> this guy said, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you better give if, her credit, hey, bro. She's she dealing with you, this, bro. If she ever listens to this, bro, can't give She's the real winner. But yeah, she um, you know, she has a lot of good insight at times. The way that she feeds it to me, sometimes I don't want to receive it, but ultimately it's it's good insight a lot of times that she's providing to me. Um so I have a different level and quality of people that I go to and the way that I go to those, those people is different. So before maybe I would just go to people and complain, right? How many of you guys have been there? You've been in a low Valley of your life. Um, you're not really going to look for advice. You're not really going to try to get out of the Valley. You're not really trying to go to get instruction that you can intentionally apply. Mm-hmm. You're just going to complain. All right, bro, you got to stop, bro. You're going to take it like, like what's uh, like, so, bro, you, you got all these different things, bro, that you got. We, we just came to me while you were talking. Like, I got to get at least some of it out, bro. Like, <laughs> like, bro, I can't do this, bro. I can't do this, bro. This is, you know, you, it, this is the value race, bro. Like, I mean, I got to try to add more value than you right now. And this is the thing, bro. You got all these different people that do different things, right? 
It's it's kind of like if you had a toolbox and it was just full of flathead screwdrivers. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? The problem is, is you go into either all these people about the same thing, not really wanting a solution. You just want to talk about it. Or you got just one tool in the bag and you're trying to do everything with that one tool. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't build a house with a flathead screwdriver, bro. You might be able to get the screw in and out, but you you gonna need some other other tools. Bro, mechanic gotta build his toolbox up. Right, right, right. But but who being decisive on who you go to? We talk about it all the time, right? It's not about what you say; it's about who you say it to. It's about the conversations in whom you have things to, because it's all about habits. You're gonna find people that have the habit of quitting too soon, or finding the people that have the habit of never giving up. There's, it's black or white, bro. It's, it's, this got too difficult. Let me try something else. That's my habit. Or I'm going to have that mamba mentality and say, job's not finished. Don't rest in the middle. Rest when you're done. So if you decide to hang out with people and have conversations that always, when it gets tough and they get in the valley, they tend to go to a different town. Instead of continuing to stay in the same neighborhood and go to the next the next mountaintop, what's going to end up happening is you're going to end up in the wrong place with the wrong time, with the wrong people doing the wrong things. Who are you going to in your valley times and who are you sharing your mountaintops with? So so and going back before you took off, I was talking about how I was coping. Right. And I, and I, and I know we got a jet, but I'll say this. Like I, I used to cope through medication. Come on now. And I and anybody that, that has any mental health issues, there's there's real trauma in life. Trust me, there's real trauma in life and there's real ways that need to be, you know, uh treated in certain ways. Bro, I had some of that real trauma, Chesco. <laughs> <laughs> not not to laugh at anybody's trauma, man, but we all have our own trauma. But there oh, is some man. real internal oh, conflicts man. that people have to deal with. We're not making light of those situations, you know. People have internal issues, you know that they have to go through if you have to take some medication to cope with those specific internal issues we completely understand what he is getting at is like he was going to him when maybe he didn't necessarily need to and he could have had different habits rituals and routines to apply that would have served him you trying in a to say i'm soft state. bro you trying to say i'm soft bro we were all soft at some point no matter hey, listen, how hard you thought you were oh so my point is this man if you're going through something right you know i used to work as a pharmacy technician right and I remember when somebody would come in and they, they the medication just didn't work. What did they do, you think? They upped the strength. Mm. They upped the strength. If 10 milligrams isn't working, we're going to give you 20. If 20 milligrams isn't working, we're going to give you 30. You know what's crazy? I cope in a place now that's stronger than all that medication. Come on now. You can't find a milligram that's stronger than Jesus. You can't continue to serve the side effect of not having a relationship with Jesus with medication because the medication that you're taking is usually going to be serving the side effects of not having a relationship with Jesus. I don't have anxiety like I used to because I have a relationship with Jesus. How you cope will determine how long you stay in that valley, bro. You said you go to the gym. It's healthy. You eat clean, bro. If people saw how you eat, bro, they would probably be like, this can't be real. Is this some kind of reality show? Is this some kind of challenge? This guy eats like a bird. You know, it's not a bird. You, you count your macros and your micros. And it's no, it's, or it's no offense to anybody that does that. But that's not average. That's why you don't have an average life. That's why you have such a phenomenal life, bro. Because you've gone through the valleys and said, I'm not going to give up. Because in those valleys, let's be honest, bro. How many times do you think about giving up? 
Yeah, it's, it's easy to try to give up in that valley. A lot of people do give up in the valley. Right, but I'm just, I want to be real, though. How many times Man. have you thought about giving up? Bro, there's, the reason I'm able to thrive right now is because I didn't just survive in the in the most How inner depths times, of the valley. How many times, bro, have you I, thought about giving up? Man, if if you can if you can not just survive in the lowest depth of the valley but thrive, you can thrive There's anywhere. If somebody listens to this is thinking about giving up, can you just tell them that you th- you've thought about it once or twice? You know, there was a period of time in my life that like I really didn't know if I was going to make it. I legit, like, I know that you've been there as well, Chesco, like, literally, legitimately said, am I really going to be able to survive? Am I going to be able to make it through? And, um, you know, the way that I share my faith is a little bit different than Chesco is I, I build it through relationship. And um, so you're not going to, you'll hear me talk about it, but not really hammer at home. But like, at that period of time in my life, that is the only thing that set me free. You know, I got to a point to where I said, you know, God, look, I, I cannot, I cannot endure this anymore on my own. Please take the wheel. Take the wheel and steer for me. And ever since then, man, he's been opening up doors in front of me that no man can open and closing doors behind me that no man can close. And, um, but genuinely since that point, you know, I've had different struggling times, different hardships. You know, you guys heard me just share it is. A few weeks ago was the first time that I can really say in a, in a long, long time that I actually did. You hear a lot of people in entrepreneur groups talk about, you know, wanting to quit every day, not knowing if they're going to make it, not being knowing if they're going to be able to complete their vision. I, I, was, I wasn't like that, just genuinely. Now, mm. I've been there. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I've been in a very, very deep place. But like I said a few minutes ago, because I was able to thrive in the lowest point of the valley of my life, I don't just survive now, but I thrive. And until a few weeks ago, bro, I really didn't have a time in the near future where I didn't know if I was going to make it. But I did just have that a few weeks ago. It wasn't mm. like that deep internal depth of pain that some people might be in. It was a thought. Yeah. You just didn't accept it facts where do you turn to where do you turn to when you feel like that where are you going what patterns are you applying i just want people to know that they're normal if they're thinking about quitting but whether they accept it or not will determine if they come out of the valley that's all never accept it it's not real a baby I, walking? If what if they said I don't feel like yeah this thing ain't bro, for there's me. So, there's so many so, different. We yeah, got to We really got to wrap it up. But you know, I've heard a lot of people who talk about closing businesses, and like there's a lot of really smart entrepreneurs who have had a lot more businesses than me, who have had a lot more financial success than me, who know a lot more and have a lot more experience than I do, and they've had like bankruptcies or closed down businesses or started new ones, and like I just. I really just couldn't fathom it. Like saying I like quit. I could I just can't. I'm right there, bro. I'm right there. I got people telling me, "Hey, do this. Hey, do that." I'm like, "No. 
and they're like you're crazy you know what i'm saying like like you the ship's going down bro like like where are you going i'm like the ship ain't go- this ain't this ain't the titanic and bro. you know I, I can't speak for everyone you guys just heard me share about you know different entrepreneurs different people who have a lot higher of a net worth than me people who have opened and closed way more businesses than i have so this might not be for everybody but i'm just saying for me bro I, I, I'm not looking at trying to sell my company. I'm not looking at ever possibly closing it. I'm looking at embracing it every day of the process of the journey and loving every moment and never, like, I just can't, it's like when you're in, up under that weight and it's like, do I got one more? Hell yeah, I got one more. One day you won't be able to get one more. One I day quit. there's going to be a stop sign, bro. And that stop sign is going to be not the stop sign. It's going to be a red light. It's going to be the end of a cliff. There's going to be a mountain, bro. Like the mountain's going to fall apart. You know, like, I don't know, bro. All right, we got a jet. I got you, bro. Listen, man, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate our conversations. I hope everybody that's listening got some value out of this conversation. It's a little bit longer than some of the last ones that we've had. But, you know, sometimes we just really want to share and have value and, and want to go through the experiences that we have in our life and hope that you relate to it. I hope that you you take something away from it. Um, and if there is anybody that is going through a transition right Right now, would they even feel like they want somebody to pray for them? Reach out, you know, on social media. Reach out, however you can get a hold of us, and we'll take the time out to pray with you. Um, I just want to let you know because when we talk about anchoring ourselves in Christ, it isn't just some kind of like cliche thing. Um, sometimes now it seems to be cool to be a Christian. I mean, you got fans and you got followers. I'm not going to be judging anybody from who they are, but I'm just letting you know that we would definitely take the time out to pray with you, your family, or whatever it takes because we know that that's the way. Um, appreciate you, fam. Um, this is the value race. It's not about the death destination man it's about the journey embrace it and the person that has the most value wins and make sure y'all share this man whether it's you listening to this on apple music or spotify or or youtube or wherever you're listening to this make sure you do share this because if it's on your heart to feel like you know there was something you really got out of this there's somebody out there that also feels the same way and they haven't heard it yet so the person that needs to hear this may not unless you do so share this and uh god bless y'all let's get it peace